Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. My name is Michelle Zavala and I'm your Easy Aging Expert. Each week, I'll bring you tips and strategies that will energize you as you take small, fun-sized actions to upgrade your mindset and get clarity on who you are and what you truly want. With this, you'll have the freedom to go after your dreams and start reveling in the juicy moments of midlife that make your heart sing. So grab a cup of joe or a glass of the red and kick back because your glory days are just getting started. Welcome to the Easy Aging Show. Today we're talking about living more creatively in midlife. Now you may think you're not creative, but I'm here to tell you, everyone has at least one creative bone in their bodies, including you, my friend. So today I'm going to give you four steps to the creative process that will start making it a natural everyday part of your life. And isn't that what we all want? to just live more creatively, just to engage in creative living on a regular basis as we go through this thing called midlife. How fun does that sound? So before I dive in, I want to tell you that one of the most important tools in your midlife creativity toolkit is your calendar. If you're serious about enjoying midlife creativity regularly, you're going to have to set aside some time to do it. Being creative doesn't magically happen. It takes intention to get in your creative time. So as you're listening to this, start asking yourself when you can work in a few minutes a day. And if you want a couple of quick hints about where you can find the time to get into creative flow on a regular basis, here's two of them. Two little baby hints for you right now. Number one, turn off the television. Number two, stop scrolling on social media. There, there you have it. You have just found a few minutes, or for some of us, maybe even a few hours <clears throat> to work on creative living. <laughs> now, because we're easy agers, we're going to only start with two little minutes, and then we're going to work our way up. Creativity is one of those things that once you start doing it and you discover the energy and the refreshment that you get from it, it's going to be pretty easy. You're going to want to extend the time or increase the frequency with which you do it. And then once you get on a schedule, you're going to start noticing some changes in yourself. Maybe you change the way you dress. Maybe you're a hat person and you didn't even know it. Or maybe you discover you like fresh flowers in the kitchen instead of the dining room. Or you want to update the color of the curtains in your bedroom for no particular reason. Who knows? But taking fun-sized actions on a regular basis is the secret to creative living. So let's talk about the four steps. Number one, brainstorm. For me, this is the most fun of all of it. Just you get to let loose and step into possibility. You just follow your train of thought from one idea to the next to the next. No boundaries, no rules, just you and your thoughts and any idea that pops up. Oh my goodness, it is so much fun. When you're brainstorming, I do suggest you use a mind map to prime your brain. In episode 18, I gave you the basics of mind maps and why they work. So if you're not familiar with them, check out episode 18 for the scoop. But here's the scoop for our purposes today. The reason mind maps work so well is because they're based on association and that's how our brains work. We associate one thing with the next and the next, and that's what brainstorming is, throwing out one idea and then the next and the next, and they're all related in some way, sometimes some wacky ways. <laughs> they're all related to each other. 
And I encourage you to do this old school with pen and paper in hand or crayon if that's what you prefer, but grab your favorite beverage, sit down and just start doing an old fashioned mind map on paper with your favorite pen. To learn more about mind maps, listen to episode 18 and talk to the Google for images. There are a million different ways you can do mind maps, but I think you're going to have a lot of fun with it once you start brainstorming. All right. Number two, organize. Our brains always want to have an order to things. So you may do this naturally as you're doing your mind map. So number two, organize is an optional step if you didn't do it with number one. And I'll tell you, the more you do this, the brainstorming and the order parts are just going to start blending together. Now, you may wonder why it's important for you to put things in order if you're being creative. I think we have been fooled into thinking that the artist just steps to the easel, puts brush to canvas, and creates a masterpiece in one sitting. We see this in the movies and on television all the time. But what we don't see is the thought that went into the piece before the artist ever got near the canvas. The artist, the writer, the performer, all of these creatives went through their own creative process, but they more than likely didn't even write it down. They did it in their head. They percolated on it. They put some structure and some order around it. Then they mixed the paints and got to work. That's what I do when I'm doing this podcast. Okay, hmm, let me think. I'll do an episode on creativity. What do I want to leave them with? A creative exercise? A creative process? Just encouragement to establish their own creative practice? What is it? Okay, hmm, a process. All right, all right. What are the steps in the process? What order do they go in? All of this is happening in my head before I ever even open my laptop. I'm thinking, I'm percolating on it, just like the artist was percolating on this piece before he or she ever stepped up to the easel. Now, I still do mind mapping. I just don't do it for these episodes anymore. When you do something regularly, it does become much easier just to do it in your head and get it all straight before you start creating. And as you're doing the mind map, you are more than likely just going to start putting together the steps or the organization of your creative process in step one. So you may not even have step two. I know I said that before, but I'm going to reiterate it. All right. So number two was organized. Number three, execute. Let go and have some fun. Oh my gosh. All you have to do here is set aside some time and get moving on your project. The key thing here is as you're getting started, don't set your expectations too specifically. Just play with it. See where you go. And number four, rest. This is probably one of the most overlooked parts of the creative process. Do you know why it's recommended that you let meat rest when you take it out of the oven? Allowing the meat to rest means it can relax and redistribute the juices. And this keeps the meat moist and improves the texture and tenderness. So you have an extraordinary dining experience. Just like you rest the meat before you eat it, you need to rest your brain before you review your work. In my opinion, this is the most important thing to do after any creative activity. Stepping away after so much brain work is a smart thing to do. It, it helps your brain redistribute its own juices. <laughs> you know, all those creative juices you've been using, you get to start redistributing them. You need to let your brain relax because when you do this, you get new perspective and it helps you look at the project with a more objective eye. Looking at your creative pursuits more objectively lets you see what's working and what's not. After creating some space and letting it rest a bit, 
you can come back to it and say, oh, well, I, I did this part well. Okay, but all right, I see it. This part needs to be tweaked. Now, you know, when a novelist finishes a book, he or she can put it away for, gosh, a couple of weeks up to a few months. Novelists know they need some space away from that work so they can acquire a more objective eye on it. And then they can go back and be more effective when they make their edits. And as a writer, I will attest to this because I know that you never, ever write and edit anything in the same sitting. You step away, even if it's just for 24 to 48 hours, step away, rest for a bit, and then come back to it when you're fresh. So those are the four steps. To recap, one of your best creativity tools is your calendar. Schedule time for your creative practice and follow through. And the four steps of the creative process are number one, brainstorm. You can use a mind map to help you with this part of things and let yourself flow from one idea to the next to the next. Number two is organize. This may happen naturally with brainstorming, but if it doesn't, take a moment to organize your thoughts and put some structure around them. Number three, execute. This is your time to just play, have fun, see what you discover. The key thing here is when you're starting out, keep your expectations light and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Number four, rest. Step away from what you've created for a bit. Create some space between yourself and the work so you can acquire a new perspective and a more objective eye when you come back to it. So that's it for today. If you are not already an Easy Aging Insider, go to theeasyagingshow.com right now and sign up. I'll see you in the next episode. Oh my gosh, y'all, it's going to be episode 99. Can you believe it? Now I got myself all excited for a second here. All right, so what was I saying? See you in the next episode. And until then, peace, love, and blessings to you and yours. Take care, bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If this show has helped or encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You'll find directions on how to do this at theeasyagingshow.com. And to connect with other Easy Agers, come on over to my free Facebook group, Easy Aging for the Baby Boomer and Gen X Years. See you there.